So to keep it real simple for NFL talk mixed with real talk on our lives and your lives, sit back, relax, turn up the crew, tap into the crew, get turned with the crew. New crew, NYC, in Brooklyn, still here. All right, what up, what up, what up? It is episode five of The Crew, and we are back and in effect. We got a special guest coming up on this show, Colts cornerback Stephon Gilmore. After that big win, not only over the Kansas City Chiefs, what does he have to say about that when it felt like pressure was mounting? And before we get to all that, I want to let you know you you guys can find us on thecrewnyc.com. That is our YouTube channel. We're also featured on Odyssey Sports, wherever you get your podcast. But you know right now it is time to bring in the boys. All right, all right. Guess who we have in the building? Hall of Famer, Terrell Owens. And somebody is calling me. Look, look at that all up in the show. That's all right. We got Terrell Owens in the building. What's going on, Big T? Not much, man. Just, uh, you know, ready to recap some of these, uh, these exciting wins mm. over the weekend. Mm, and you also represent your clothing line. Let me make sure I take off this uh, this display name so everybody can see Prototype. Okay, where That's can right. they get that? Where can they get it? Prototype81.com. You know, <laughs> I'm Prototype, baby. The basis on which something is made or formed. I'm Prototype81. Okay, okay. That's Fred, you got does. something to say? What was left? I don't know if you well, living you, after that commander's well, loss. Well, you know, T.O. don't bother me. He, he, he my Alabama brother, and you know, I'm from Mississippi. So we, we'll stick together when we ain't on the field. So we all right. Oh, we all right. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, let's get right to it because we had a whole bunch of interesting things happening in the NFL this week. So we're going to get right to our headlines. All right. I don't know if y'all stayed up and watched Monday Night Football, but it was the Giants against the Cowboys. T.O., you know something about those Cowboys, and guess what? They did pull out the win last night, 23-16. What did you think? Hey, I mean, I mean, I think these uh, two wins they have, very surprising after – uh, week mm. one, uh, losing Dak, losing that game. I don't think anybody, you know, kind of foreseen uh, these two wins. Um, mm. But at the end of the day, um, you know, Smoot, we played the game. People that are watching, if you haven't played or but if you watch the game every week, it's always you've heard these players say it's the next man up mentality. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what has happened. Cooper Rush has definitely stepped in, um, obviously, to relieve Dak until he gets back. Um, but right now, uh, all is good in, 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 in uh, down in Dallas Cowboy land. So, uh, I, I mean, I know Stephen A. Smith is probably cringing at the bits right now. However. <laughs> 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 right. Uh, nobody, I don't think everybody saw uh, them winning two wins, especially back-to-back after the loss of, uh, of Dak, you know, going into this season. This season. Go ahead, Fred. I'm hoping my Mississippi State Bulldog brother and Dak do not rush yourself back. We seen this same movie play out last year with Russell Wilson. Don't rush. Your, you're a quarterback. You can't throw without a thumb. And you was supposed to be out six to eight weeks. And now, all of a sudden, Cooper Rushton got in this game. And Dak is sitting there home watching Cooper Rush get out this love. So now, he got to throw himself back into the fire. No, take your time, brother. Like Sean Springs always told me, if you hurt, brother, don't put no bad film out there. Because they don't forgive you for that bad film. And then we're going to have all this controversy stirred up like Cooper Rush could actually start over Dak. No, he can't. He's a Band-Aid. <laughs> Guess what? Let me tell you what Band-Aids do. Okay. Band-Aids fall off after you after you sweat a little bit. Hey, he you can fix this thing. Fall off. I mean, the man is 3-0 and when all of y'all haters are like, oh, they don't have no quarterback. No, grab me a river. Grab me a river. Nobody care about him winning three games in the NFL. Dak has won three seats. Like, come on, man. I'm going with the guy that I paid $200 million we ain't having this conversation, all right? What oh, we right. need is to replace Dak. I'm just saying Cooper Rush is coming in and handling business. Just kind of yeah, like and, and guess what? He's doing what a backup's supposed to do. When Michael Jackson is off, Tito Jackson, step up and do your job, and Michael be back. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think that's the most important thing and probably the smartest thing to do. I don't really feel – I don't think he feels pressure, honestly, because of the wins. Um, again, obviously you want to get back on the field sooner than later. Um, but I think in this situation – uh, he doesn't really want to risk further injury because, like I said, he has to be able to grip the ball um, in a live time situation. You got people coming at you. And then at the end of the day, these defensive players, they're smart. They know that he's had this thumb injury. They're going to be going after that thumb. They're going to be oh, swiping. So mm-hmm. he has to be mindful and understand, okay, let it, let, like Swoop said, take this time off. And I think that when you talk about putting bad film, and it's a little bit different from a DB and a quarterback. Like I said, this quarterback right here, even if he does put on some bad film, he yeah. has a lot of money at stake. And like I said, Jerry has invested a lot of money into Dak Prescott. So I don't think it's the same in a sense, but I definitely get what you're saying. Uh, Dak yeah. needs to honestly, like I said, take take the four to six weeks to, to really heal properly, mm. get back, and then be ready to be ready to go. Just root, do what he did last night. Root Cooper Cup. No, Cooper Rush on. <laughs> yeah. uh, on oh, Lord, you said all yeah. Coopers look alike. All Coopers look alike. That was right, it. exactly. Yeah, just keep rooting Cooper all, Rush All on. Coopers look alike. Right. And yeah, look, and just so y'all understand out there listening to this podcast, the reason why we're potentially talking about uh, Dak Prescott coming early is because he had an interview with Lisa Salters uh, before the game, and he said he indicated <clears> that it was possible that he could be back uh, for week four saying, quote, he isn't ruling anything out, even though the initial prognosis for the surgically repaired right thumb was six to eight. So that's why we're talking about that. Listen, guys, all, and, and and much love to Cooper Rush, 21 for 31, 215 mm-hmm. yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. But uh, Sterling Shepard, I don't know if y'all saw this, got hurt in the game, was trying to come back from an Achilles uh, tendon injury that he had yep. last season. And then now they ha- they say he's got a significant left knee injury. We're still waiting for the word T.O., how devastating is that? Even OBJ tweeted about this during the game. How devastating is that to see as a wide receiver? Well, you mentioned it to me had I seen it last night um, yeah. on the call, and I had not. And then I went, went obviously went to the internet. I saw mm. some video clips. Mm. And this looked eerily similar to just similar to how OBJ got hurt um, mm. in the Super Bowl. Um, just running mm. a non-contact injury um, just comes up. And I think, you know, for me, being a football player, this doesn't look well. Uh, doesn't look good. I would obviously, like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I think he has a, probably a, a torn ACL mm-hmm. and he's done for the season. Um, don't hold me to that. But from what I saw, um, from the looks of it, mm-hmm. eerily similar to the same as how OBJ got hurt during the Super Bowl. Obviously, a non-contact, just running, and then just, like I said, just grab the knee instantly. Um, that doesn't, that's, that's not a good sign. First of all, it's two people in this world. If they ever fall from non-contact injuries, they're not getting up. One is an alpha male athlete in NFL. If they fall with nobody touching them, something is seriously wrong. The next is an old person. When they fall in the tub, they'll be there for four days. Like so at the end of the day, what I'm telling you is anytime I see a prime athlete just fall, I know it's serious. I, it scares me anytime I see it. I would rather for somebody to lean up against them because they always get back up. But when they fall, special receivers, after making a cut with nobody near them, they usually mean I'll see you next year. Mm, yeah. yeah, and a lot of uh, players from both teams came up and gave him his dabs. Uh, a lot of respect that he has in the Giants locker room and around the league. Quickly, I just want to get your thoughts on the fact that the Giants are 2-1 and one under head coach Brian uh, Dayball. And, you know, what's interesting with this whole thing with Sterling Shepard is that he's down. They lose a wide receiver in the midst of this controversy in New York right now because uh, Kenny Galladay, who was their big free agent acquisition after they lost OBJ, has uh, barely been playing. They've been rolling with whoever they feel like is best, which is very interesting T.O. because he was brought in to be WR1 and he was already relegated to the depth chart and now you lose Sterling and now they might have to go oh baby 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 we still like you Kenny Galladay but just yes we still we still love you now so now (laughs) well I mean that's just that that's just how things unfold I mean um, again obviously you never want to see an injury uh, to Mm -hmm. a player um, but as for Galladay uh, this is an opportunity for him to obviously show that he's WR1 um, so at the end of the day, uh, these are this is this will be an opportunity for him to show up and 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 see uh, what he's all about. So uh, this is a, a prime opportunity for them to obviously for him to fit back into that uh, that offense and, and put and, feelings aside. <laughs> right, exactly, and then uh, obviously, like I said, do what he does.
Mm-hmm. Hey, sensitive thugs need a hug. Let's be honest. It's some other wide receivers in that New York room. Uh, everybody forgets about the first round pick from Florida, Kadarius Tony. I, Tony can flat out play some football, very Percy Harvin like, and it ain't just because he's from Florida. He, this guy just can make some plays happen. He's been one of the guys I've been waiting to see how they're gonna use him because say. Saquon Barkley is is who their offense goes around. Saquon, he's he's elite. So to stop him, to force them to pass is what you got to do first anyway. Well, absolutely. Saquon, Saquon with a K. Saquon, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. When you think about the balance of run and pass, um, obviously, like I said, you talk about Tony, you think about Galladay. These are opportunities, like I said, to to be able to shore up uh, that that wide wide receiver position. And for, you know, uh, Daniel Jones, I mean, he has to, you know, not Mm. put a lot of pressure on himself. He has to be able to really get the ball out to his playmakers. And for me, I think the concern is really the the offensive front, the, the, the line. If those guys can allow him uh, an opportunity to stand back there in the pocket and pass and deliver the ball, then they have an opportunity. Uh, but last night he was he was on the run. When you mm-hmm. got a, a a good pass rush, obviously Dallas Cowboys defense won the top in the league. Yeah, uh, Michael Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly. So um, if they can shore up that front line a little bit, and obviously uh, you see what uh, Saquon Barkley is back. He's yeah. back. You saw yeah. those dynamic runs. You saw him punishing. You saw him, you know, being elusive, um, getting churning up some yards. And then again, like I said, uh, a few plays down the field. Like I said, the game was pretty close to, to, to toward the end. Um, so I, that's where they missed the, the elite playing of, of receivers like Sterling Shepard. So hopefully your guy Tony and Galladay can come in, have a great week of uh, preparation. And then, hey, we may see a new Giants team, you know, down the road. Am I the only one that thinks Daniel Jones, I love him as an athlete, but I know pro athletes, and usually we have crazy names or some kind of name called, like something going on. I've always said, Daniel Jones' name is too regular. It's regular already. <laughs> if I tell you my name, Daniel Jones. everybody can be Shaquille O'Neal, okay? Hey, Not well, everybody can act. What? No, I, go ahead. I, we should just call him DJ then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got to give him a new name. I'm hey, sorry, Daniel call him Jones. Daniel Jones is... It's too regular. Like, great quarterbacks usually have a – listen to me, Joe Montana, Patrick Mahomes. These names just come off. Like, it's only one of each of these. If I tell you Daniel Jones, you know 25 Daniel Jones in your phone right now. Hey, he sounds like a plumber. Yeah, Daniel Jones. I'm going to go get Daniel Jones Daniel, on you. So go get Daniel Jones. I don't give a damn. regular name. He's, he's very cordial. Every time you interview him, he's a you know respectful professor. So we appreciate it. But I will say – you know, I don't think they uh, picked up that option on, on Daniel, you know, so uh, I, 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 I think that's the he's in. And I looked that up really quickly. But I do know my point is, is that the pressure is on Daniel Jones to to prove to a new head coach who didn't bring him in, um, you know, that he belongs as the quarterback to the Giants. Well, regular I think day, I'm, regular play. Right. But again, to be fair to Daniel Jones, like I said, I I watched a little bit of that game. And like I said, mm-hmm. I don't know if I, we should give a lot of credit to the, the Dallas Cowboys defensive front, he, yeah. was getting a, he was getting a lot of pressure. There was not a whole lot of time for Daniel Jones to be Daniel Jones, a.k.a. DJ. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones don't even sound like a good college quarterback, oh, Daniel God. Jones. Okay, we'll just call it. him DJ 8 then. How about and that? Yeah, Willie Johnson. And just to clarify, Daniel Jones is in in his fourth season right now. Okay, let's move on to the uh, Raiders. How concerned are you guys about the Raiders? Uh, They're 0-3 with their new head coach, Josh McDaniels. Uh, The Titans beat them in the last game, 24-22. to Right now, Derek Carr has six six touchdowns to four interceptions. Uh, uh, Devontae Adams, who started off hot with 141 receiving yards in that first game against the Chargers, just 12 receiving yards in the second game, 36 in the second. And even uh, Devontae Adams said after the game that he is frustrated but he understands sometimes frustrate frustration can be used in a good way looks like they need a to oh, yeah i can understand the frustration especially for uh Devontae coming in i was like I said he's reacclimating re- reuniting himself with the kids uh, t- uh college uh teammate quarterback mm. and uh Derek Carr so I was like I said you want some of that magic to kind of just you know trickle in and 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 pick up where you guys left off but it doesn't just it just doesn't happen that way um you know obviously in the NFL it's a little bit different um obviously started out hot um but again in order for 
uh, them to really really put themselves in contention. Um, obviously, there has to be better quarterback play. Um, you can't really rely on or think that Devontae Adams is going to win you 10, 11, 12 games. You know what I mean? It takes a balanced attack, and I don't really know if they have that uh, in order to, to, to do that. Ladies and gentlemen, we all know that Las Vegas is undefeated. All right, first of all, the city itself is undefeated. I told people when they say they're moving the Raiders there, I say it's going to take five to six years for players to get acclimated. First of all, a 25-year-old Fred Smoot wouldn't have lasted a week in Las Vegas playing for the Raiders. No, he wouldn't have. Uh, you, got, you got to adjust to the city. You have to understand that the NFL is taking that city over. I had the pleasure of going to the game last year and seeing that stadium. The Death Star is unbelievable. Uh, you go to the casinos. They company all the Raiders, everything. Uh, it's a different lifestyle. And, and listen, Las Vegas in itself is a beast that has to be conquered. And it's going to take that team a little while. You're talking about a new head coach. You're talking about a, a new playbook for the quarterback again. Uh, yeah, he's getting his college wide receiver back. But, man, I ain't played with you in seven years, eight years. So I, I got to get back on the same way with you. Listen, I talked to Derek Carr when I was there for the training camp, and he was saying, even though you're right, they obviously there's time between when they played together at Fresno State, but unbeknownst to maybe some people, even though he was playing with Aaron Rodgers, those two, Devontae Adams and Derek Carr, would get together in the offseason, and they would practice together. So they have a little chemistry from that. I, can, I can't tell where they was practicing <laughs> with a blind man, because I can't tell since week one. Anyways, but I, listen, I want to say this about Derek Carr, and let's move on real quick, because we got to move on to the next topic, but I just wanted to say when – you know, I always I, I do feel like people have gotten on him too much. I, I do remember, obviously, when he had almost to that close MVP, I believe that was too, uh, uh, too uh, he was playing like that, at least before he got hurt. And what's the name rolled up on his ankle. But just seeing him on a clip on SportsCenter and kind of talking about being 0-3, I feel like I do see a little bit of the pressure in his eyes, you know, when he is talking. I think everybody just needs to calm down in Las Vegas. Josh McDaniels has a whole bunch of Super Bowl rings. He knows how to call an offense. Derek Carr is uh, one of the you know upper echelon quarterbacks in my book. You have Devontae Adams. You got Hunter Renfro. You got Darren Waller. You got uh, Chandler Jones. All these other guys. They will figure it out. Everybody just relax, in my opinion, and lost. So you're saying that that to, to not hit the panic button? No. With all I, these, with all I know these that's when teams place? are zero and three. But I just you sometimes know, I the, sometimes the ball just doesn't bounce your way. It's just, it's just like right now. I'm in New York, and and the sky is falling in New York around the Jets, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, but when you really think about the Jets, and I want to get off topic, everyone's all hyped because of these draft picks with Sauce and Brees Hall and and um, and what's my man, uh, and, and Garrett Wilson and all these other stuff. But those guys are still rookies, and they're still under a new head coach for the second year. It takes time. No one's talking about the Jets and, and should Robert hey, This guy was, was never up, up for the Jets. The, no, the sun and the moon never So So why are we even talking about that? Let, let's talk about those teams then when they start. Okay, winning. all right. Well, we move on. Okay, so look, hey, oh, because you know we have to talk about the Washington Commanders with the, hey, um, hey, hey, hey. the program. What is going on with your Washington Commanders? I mean, I could just go on and on about these stats. Hey. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. Don't bring no stats. Hey, NFC East game, don't bring no stats. Don't nobody care about no stats. Okay, they came in there like Pootie Tang. They whooped us with a belt. That's fine. It happens all the time. You win some, you lose some. I'm sorry. The Eagles are hot. The Eagles could really be the best team in the NFC East. They, they can beat you a hundred different ways. You stop them on third, I mean second down, they come back on third down. Jalen Hurts run for a play. They got two, they got a 1A and a 1B wide receiver. A.J. Brown going to blatantly beat you up. Why, 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 Smitty run past you, running a four two at 153 pounds? All right, listen, they got a tight end in Dallas Goddard that can get it done. They got Miles Sanders running the ball. They got the biggest offensive line in football in the defense with big play slate. Uh, who Mississippi State Bulldog, Fletcher Cox. Uh, who Mississippi State Bulldog. Uh, all I'm saying is this. If you want to get beat down, go to Philly. And let me tell you something. Philly fans took over our stadium this weekend. I was out there. I was walking through the parking lot. I seen a husband drinking a beer, the wife drinking a beer, and the baby drinking a beer. And that's when I knew we had lost. <laughs> See, I mean, come on. I want you to give us the real because this guy's not talking about Wentz. Uh, the second pick in the 2016 draft, 25 of 43 for 211 yards with two fumbles, one loss. This Carson Wentz. Huh? Mm -hmm. Yes. Who is it? Carson Wentz. I mean, this is what we get from Carson Wentz. I think, you know, we probably have seen the best 
of Carson mm. Wentz, you know, mm. when he was with the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh. That's just that's just that's just the the, the honesty and reality of it. Um, every stop that he's been, you've seen glimpses of what he could be, but there's no consistency. And I think we all can agree with that with his play. I mean, no matter how good of a guy, you know, God, you know, uh, you know, given uh, you know talent, talent that he mm-hmm. has, it's not showing up on game day on Sundays way, the way it should be. Um, when you look at the, the Philadelphia Eagles, I mean, I don't know if I can eloquently put it like Smoot said it, but I mean. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, he has the weapons. You talk about a balanced running attack, a game mm. plan. You mm. have two basically WR1s on the outside. You have Miles Sanders, the running back. And then you have, like I said, I mean, you got Jalen Hurts, this guy right here. I mean, he's 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 a triple threat, you know, back there at, at the quarterback position. So when you think about the growth and the maturation process of where he was last year to where he is now, mm. and I understand where he came from. He came from Alabama. He played at Alabama. So this is no surprise to me that he's at this level so early in the season. So I know playing in Philly, mm. Philly is riding hot. They gonna hey, let me tell you something. They talking lots of trash. Hey, let me tell you, the Eagles gonna be flying high every week Three from here on out. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Fred. So uh, I know, I know. Listen, y'all just got some stuff to prove. It's gonna be rough ride, and then plus, the hey, hey, listen, about- I believe in Carson Wentz. I I believe is huh? when a when a player is not loved. Philly don't love nobody. The coach huh? don't love nobody, and now we loving on we loving on Carson. Hey, don't get don't get mad. Fred, but Carson, Fred, no, no, no. I, think Wait, I gotta correct you there because before the game, and I don't know because I know you're doing pregame and doing all your duties for the Commanders, but uh, the note came out. I believe it was from Adam Sheff. That the commanders were the pursuing, yes, no, um, and that's a lie. Coach Rivera, Coach Rivera cleared that up. Coach oh. Rivera say it ain't nothing to that. They lying. They just want to make Jimmy J feel. Rivera's trying to make sure that the locker room is straight. No, Rivera kept it one hundred. Say they a damn <laughs> lie. They only want to talk about this now because Garoppolo got to be their quarterback. So they trying to make sure their ex girlfriend feel like Adam she wanted. To be knowing that you know, I mean, you know, listen. It, well, Adam kept a lie too. He ain't no. He ain't at the I, church. With me, let me tell you something. Yes, go ahead. What what, what kind of trade is this going to be? Is this going to be like an even trade or swap or something? First of all, they was talking about parameters. It didn't cut. Co- it didn't come together. Obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo also had the uh, the surgery, so you know that affected. They trying to say that we wanted Jimmy first instead of Carson. So they trying to shun us and say who we wanted, and we telling them, "No, nah, we wanted Carson." Yeah, they yeah, we called somebody. Else. Will- Russell Wilson. They hey man, let me tell you some other options. Mm-hmm. Y'all would have been better off with Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, I mean, to be, to be quite honest, I don't understand why you feel like Carson Wentz is the answer. Carson Wentz hasn't been the answer in either the last two or three stops that he's been. I get you. You 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 was employed once by the Washington, uh, you know, franchise organization. But you let me tell you, let me, let me, you're being political with the, with the stiff answers. Right, right about. He had his company shirt on last time. Hey, T.O., let me tell you something, T.O. The best wide receiver course since we had since Gary Clark and Art Monk is in the house right now in Washington. Terry McLaurin, that Johan Dawson as a rookie, that boy is something special. And Curtis Samuels can make it happen. I'm telling you, and we blocked for Carson Wentz. We didn't give Carson Wentz a chance. She just told you he got sacked nine times. That means he went to the bathroom at halftime and still got sacked. We ain't protected. Well, I mean, you can have all the best receivers you can but if you ain't got nobody throwing the ball that's all for nothing what up what up what up welcoming now into the crew crib is colt's cornerback stefan gilma what is going on big dog what's up with you how you doing yeah. Joining Fred Smoot in the Hall of Famer, Terrell Owens. Appreciate you early in the morning, nine nine o'clock, before you got to rehab the hammy, taking care of the professional duties. Always, <laughs> always. Gotta, gotta hey, get T.O., right. hey, T-O, I know you used to this. You used to two cornerbacks and one wide receiver, right? You used to, oh, you used yeah. to have this dynamic, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm used to I'm used to this look right here. So it's all good. <laughs> all good look. Hey, I hope all of y'all brush your teeth this morning because we up hella early, but it's okay because staff is feeling good because y'all got your first win on the season 20 to 17 over the Chiefs. Steph, first of all, just give us your reaction that the first win comes over Patrick Mahomes and company. 
No, it was a great win for us. You know, I think we had a we had a great game plan. You know, and you know, I think everybody counted us out after the first two weeks. So I think we we came back and you know we play how we we capable of playing. So I'm just looking forward to you know seeing how this team um, you know get better over the season. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Fred. Well, Steph, I'm I'm less political than Joe Cena. I'm not hitting you with all them stiff questions she like to hit you with. I'm hitting you with a real SEC question because I know you're an SEC brother. Check yeah. this out. You know, I went to Mississippi State. We got our small claim as DBU. LSU got their claim as DBU. South Carolina got some cornerbacks that have been through the league in the last 20 years. How do you feel about the standing of South Carolina when it comes to DBU? Now, let me tell you, let me tell you, that's one of the reasons why I went to South Carolina because I'm like, I look at all the DBs that came from South Carolina. I'm like, man, I want to be one of those niggas guys. You know, I, I visited all these SEC schools. Yeah, LSU has some guys, but I think South Carolina is very underrated as far as, you know, DBs making it to the league. So, you know, anytime you, you play in the SEC, you playing against a great competition, you know what I'm saying? So that's the one reason why I went to South Carolina because, you know, we, we, we the sleepers for DBU. No. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from on that one. And tell me this, is South Carolina football back? New quarterback, new coach? Uh, the East is wide open besides Georgia. I ain't going to lie, I don't see nobody measuring up to Georgia right now. But it's South Carolina back. I think I think we on the right track. And I think Coach Beamer is a great coach. You know, I think, you know, he, he's going to turn that thing around. Like, so when, when we was there, we, went, we won 11 games three years in a row. So I think um, he's on the right track. So I'm just looking forward to seeing how he changed the program around. All right. Well, yeah. speaking yeah, speaking of on the right track, let's get back on track to the yeah. NFL. Yeah. Um, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. You, I know you guys just got your first win, and, and as as you just mentioned too about being, we just talked about being underrated, uh, things of that nature, understated. Your first two uh, games of the season didn't go well. Uh, going into this game against the Chiefs, obviously, like I said, you got a great win. Is this a win that can catapult your team to more wins? I think it can. You know, I think we've been working hard, you know, the first two weeks. But, you know, teams kind of got us a little bit. But I think, you know, it's going against Kansas City, you know, kind of going to spark us, you know, as the season go on. But as you know, you know, each week is different. You right. Know, you still have to go out there and, you know, compete and play, you know, just because you won the game last week. If you don't, if you don't work hard during the week, if you don't come out ready to play the next week, you know it can't, it won't go your way. So, I think it was a great win for us. But I think you know the formula that we have and the schemes that we put together is going to help us out in the future for sure. So tell me what changed, Steph, because obviously you guys are trying to get acclimated to Gus Bradley, defensive court, especially you coming from you know the Panthers uh, the uh, season before. But I see you all were able to pressure him on sixteen of forty-six dropbacks. Um, y'all got uh, just a hell of a lot of pressure on him in general, held him to just 57.1%, which I think was the 10th lowest of his career in terms of the completion percentage. So what, what, is there any tweaks that y'all made in practice going up and, and, and what was uh, Gus Bradley's focus, you know, in terms of just going into that matchup too? I think Gus is doing a great job, you know, adjusting to his players, you know, and I think we're just getting adjusted to his scheme. Mm. Also, you know, it's we got a lot of new guys coming in, and I think we're just going to get better and better each week. So, you know, I think we're just growing as a team. You know, it's, it's not going to always be perfect, but that's what you want to do is get better each and every weekend. And, you know, right, but this has better. to be a – right, sorry. This yeah. has to be a confidence booster because, I mean, I know I you know, early on in my career, when you yeah. have like a subpar team, you're looking at the schedule. I mean, let's be honest. You're looking at the schedule, you, you kind of – you kind of ink off the ones like, okay, this is a win here, this is a win yeah, here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if we can win this game, uh, yeah. being realistic. But like I said, going into this game, you, I mean, as 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 a Colts fan, I'm sure, you know, your fan base is like, okay, we're going to win every game. Uh, but that's just not the re reality of it. But going forward, uh, you obviously you guys had a great game plan against, you know, obviously MVP and Patrick Mahomes, like I said, is this a confidence booter? Like you got to, every week it has to be a great game plan. And in order for that game plan to be pulled off, then everybody has to be detailed, dialed in, in order to get a win just like you guys did against Kansas City. Yeah, I think it was a confidence booster for us. You know, it was a must win. You know, it was an AFC team that, mm -hmm. you know, had a great offense, like as you said. So, Anytime you go against a great offense like that and, you know, you play good ball and you, you're able to come out with a win, 
is always a, a great uh, feeling for your team. And I think, you know, you know, you can work hard, you know, throughout weeks, but when you when you beat a great team, it's definitely a confidence booster for us. And I think, you know, I'm just looking forward to seeing our guys, how we react, you know, after we, you know, beat a good team and we come back in and play this weekend and how we want to respond. So what was the pressure that you all were feeling? Because, you know, you started off with uh, the tie against Houston. Then you had the, the loss against Jacksonville. I mean, what was the pressure around the facility at that time? Because, you know, some people were talking, what is Jim Irsay going to do? You know, how are they going to react? You know, pressure on Matt Ryan. So what, what level of uh, pressure and concern were y'all feeling at that moment? I don't think it was pressure. I just think it was just, you know, we needed a win, you know, no matter who it was, we, we just need to go out there and, you know, take care of business because, you know, you don't want to start the season slow. You kind of want to start the season on the, on the right track. And, you know, and what, what other team that you want to do it on in the Kansas City Chiefs, especially when, you know, you know, people, you know, basically writing us off after the first two weeks. You know, it's still early in the season. It's a lot of football to be played. So um, I just, uh, like I said before, I'm, I'm just looking forward to, us, you know, playing together as a team and, you know, our offense coming along and our defense getting better too. So it's going to be fun. Well, I tell you this, Steph, you you got a future in politics because you answer those questions just like a politician. <laughs> I, I refuse to do what T.O. and Josina do and ask you them still questions. I'm the best question outside the group. I want to know this but, because I had a chance to play with some very freakish players in my time. I played mm. with Chap Bale. I practiced with him every day. I mm. practiced with Sean Taylor every day. Daryl Green, I got to practice with. Give me, mm. give me a, a coat that you practice with you, that you just look back and say, you know what, this dude is kind of freakish. Like, like it's something different about that dude. And if I had to guess, I said it might be Jonathan Taylor because I think he could be the fastest man in the NFL. Oh, no, maybe second to Tariq. Man, Jonathan Taylor can run, man. I'm sorry. I don't think he's faster than Tariq, but you go mean ahead. My, you mean on my team or you mean just – Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, eat on this team or any team you played on. NFL, yeah. Mm -hmm. My rookie year, I played against Calvin Johnson. So, oh, yes, sir. I, like, uh, I know what you mean. <laughs> I was like, he's big, fast, you know, strong. He's all of that, you know, and I haven't played against nobody like him since, you know, my rookie year. So I, I take him over anybody. Yeah, I remember what you're talking about. I remember walking on the field playing against him in Detroit and realizing that he was every bit of 6'6", 245 pounds, and he was literally, literally running with the DBs, running past us. Yeah, I, I remember what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, hey, so right. listen, hey, you guys have the Titans next stuff. Um, and, and, and very interestingly, they starting off one and two. I know you haven't even got into your installation yet, but it's not like you're unfamiliar with the Titans. I mean, just even overall, are you surprised at the way that they started that included a loss to the Giants off the rip of the season? I'm not surprised. You know, I'm, I've been playing, uh, you know, for 11 years now. I know how the season goes. You, you can always, like T.O. said, you can mark the wins and losses. But at the end <laughs> of the day, you know, you got to go out there and, you know, perform. You know, it's like I say, it's any given Sunday. If you don't come ready to play, you know, you, you're going to get handled. But. I think um, the Titans got a, a good football team. You know, they got a great coach. You know, they're going to be a physical team running the ball, you know, the play action pass. So it's going to be a big test for us. And, you know, we got to go through these guys to take care of the division. So, um, you know, that's that's why you play the game. What is going to be some of the keys to win that game? And are you going to be healthy? Are you going to be ready for the game? Yeah, I'm going to be ready. Um, I finished the game last game, uh, you know, had a little thing. Um, during the game, was able to finish the game and, and come out on top. So uh, we just got to play physical. You know, they, we know they're a physical football team, but, you know, this is going to be a game where the most physical football team is going to win the game. You said you had a little thing. What's the little thing? So it's the, it's the hamstring, right? It was a little hammy, but I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You good? Hey, look, Matt, your quarterback uh, obviously came from the Falcons. And getting, we're getting ready to wrap you up here. But, you know, he's 37 years old. Some people are kind of wondering, you know, was this the right decision or what have you? Old people can play football, too. Uh, old people can't. Old people matter. He's 511. I get it. You know, he's 511 <laughs> and, and still doing it and got the rings. So Fred is absolutely right. But, if I mean, if you could just give us just a little insight as to some of the things he was saying in the huddle, you know, when you guys were obviously, um, you know, mounting this victory or just even in the times where there was a little bit of questions of which direction this team was going to go. Yeah. 
I think Matty Ice, he, uh, yeah. you know, he's like you say, he's been in the league for a long time, seen a lot of ball. Um, one thing about him, I think he has that dog in him. Um, mm. people, dog. Don't, people, don't, people don't see that, you know, he, he get fiery. Um, mm. And I, and I, I like a quarterback like that. So, um, <laughs> you know, I think, I think he's going to, you know, <laughs> shock some people yeah. as well. Steph, you know, I hey. mean, look, Matt is a lot of things. Yeah. I don't know if we, T. T. we he's a dog, dog like, with a W because even T.O. I played against, I played against, him, I, played, yeah. I, I played against him last year. He was a dog when we played him in Carolina. Yes. And yeah, this year I see it. I see it. Like he get fiery. So it, uh -huh. you might not. How dogs it, bite too? How dogs bite too? Don't worry about that. Wait, T.O., yeah. what was going through your mind when he said that? Please describe. T. What was I seen on your that face, T.O. Made. Yeah, that's what What was that look? I, I just don't see that from him. Again, like I said, maybe he has that quiet, you know, like you said, like, like Fred said, hound dogs bite too. But again, again, he maybe he sees something that we don't see. But uh, at the end of the day, like I said, it's not what we're talking about. And it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And I think obviously going into this game, obviously against the Titans, um, you guys share the same record. It's all about, number one, you guys have to stop the run. You got to stop. Derrick Henry hasn't really gotten off to the start that he has liked to Grown get man. So, so Grown please man. don't – what are you guys going to do to prevent him from getting on the right track? You know, we got to – we got to – like, our front got to play great. You know, our linebacks got to play great, and we got to play great. We got to all play as a team on defense, mm. and we got to mm -hmm. all attack the ball because – as you know, Derrick Henry, he's a he's a he's a great runner. You know, he can he can mm -hmm. you know he can get five, six, seven yards of pop, you know, and then break one. So we are we gotta all be ready, all play as a team. So um we gotta hit him. You know, that's what it's gonna come down to. We gotta but right. And with that, obviously like the ground. Right. And if you guys can stifle the run, then obviously as a DB, you know, obviously Tannehill, he'll throw that thing up now. He'll, he'll give you some gifts. So are you, looking, are you looking forward to this type of game? Because as a receiver, when we go into games, like we know we see DBs, we see, you know, the defensive, you know, uh, coverages, backfields and things of that nature. We kind of know, OK, I can get off on this game blah, 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 blah. So as a DB, knowing the tendencies of a quarterback that can really kind of throw that ball, you know, any place or whatever, not as accurate, are you really looking forward to an opportunity like this? Like, okay, if the defensive front gets some pressure, those are balls that may come come your way, pick sixes, PBUs, things of that nature. Yeah, for sure. Anytime I go in a game, I think like that, though. You know, even when I went against Pat Mahomes last week, I'm like, okay, he go throw the ball a lot. I got a lot of opportunities to make plays. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think this week, you know, I kind of worry as a corner, I try to worry about the receivers first mm. and then I kind of react to the run. You know, I know I'm have an opportunity to tackle them a couple of times, but my job is to really worry about the run and then react to the run. So um, and, you know, if I do that and have an opportunity to make plays and kind of he'll try me a couple of times. I'm gonna try mm. to make them pay. Hey, Ste hey, Stephon, you better make some business decisions. You don't want you don't want to be tackling. You don't want to be tackling. Uh, hey, don't be trying to tell that man. Hey. If, if from the Colts facility, don't hey. look the other hey. way when Derrick Henry hey. comes. Two hundred and fifty pounds of man right is a business decision. Okay, hey. listen, I have made a business decision before, and I'm still making good business decisions. You can't take everything on, and when right. and somebody named King Henry, listen, I might tag you in the first quarter. I'm going to tackle you in the second quarter, but you know in that third and that fourth, I'm, I'm going to turn my back and I'm just going to chase T.O. and mind my damn business, all right? That's, that's what I'm going to do. Look, Frank Wright finna come on this uh this podcast and cut it off. We already tell him to my, look, Derrick Henry hasn't even rushed for over 100 yet. That ain't so got nothing to do. I'm just saying. Go ahead. All right. Hey, did you hear Stefan earlier? Every what? game is different. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> hey, you got to be ready. But Steph, you were getting ready to say when we were talking real quick about Matt Matt Ryan uh, that right there and then uh, the, uh T.O. was making the face about the, the D-A-W-G. He was being a dog, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, you were about to say something. You said... I was about to say, what, what, what quarterbacks you think is a dog? That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Who, who are the dogs? Who the dogs? Matt Mahomes, Josh Herbert, uh, Jalen uh, Hurts. Jackson. Jalen Hurts. 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 Jalen Hurts
Like, it's it's some serious dogs in this league right now. I ain't gonna say Cooper Rush. Ain't no dog in Cooper Rush. What is your definition of a dog? I consider I consider Joe Burrow's a dog. Oh, oh, yeah, sir. Yeah, Joe Burrow, oh, dog. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. That dog like that. A dog is just somebody that just keep coming, no matter what. Right. Like somebody that'll throw two picks at you and then keep coming at you in the third and the fourth. Somebody just won't stop. A relentless dog. One thing I know Maddie about a dog. Ice. That's Matty Ice. Uh-huh. Yeah. He just doesn't show us that. Obviously, yeah. you know, you got the inside scoop. That's something that yeah. we don't see from, from Matty Ice. Will we don't he curse see. y'all out? Where he curse y'all? Where, where, or, or does he keep it proper and, you know, uh, just you know, is he a preacher? Is he a preacher? Uh, he, he, <laughs> he a leader. He he lead he lead by example, and he you know mm-hmm. he he tell he tell you straight. So that's one thing I respect about him. Oh, of yeah. course. Okay. Well, right. Yeah. Go ahead, Fred. What were you about to say? No, no. What he's saying is he a businessman. He business from the time he come in the building. I mean, building to the time he lead. So I can see where he say I see that dog. Get him because you can have talent. They don't make you a leader. You know, I know if anybody in Washington, I didn't had like thirty of the worst quarterbacks in the, the league ever had. So yeah, I understand what he's saying. Like some guys lead a whole different total way. I can respect that. Well, listen, Steph, we appreciate you hopping on. We definitely learning uh, that mm-hmm. uh, Matt Ryan is not just a DOG, but is a DAWG. WG. Yeah, we appreciate learning that on the crew NYC. Stephon Gilmore, cornerback for the Colts. They got the Titans up next. We appreciate you in the crew crib. Hey, tell us your name and then say you're watching the crew show NYC. This is Stephon Gilmore of the Indianapolis Coach. You're watching the crew show NYC. All right, we appreciate having you. Up. Thanks for jumping on, Steph. Go ahead and take care of that hammy. Make sure you're ready. And do yeah, not right. do hey, T- T- yo, I would have loved to play against you back in the day, man. Oh, I would have loved to see that matchup. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So I didn't see that matchup. I, I, I played cornerback, and, and I didn't watch you. I didn't play it against you. I think I know how that matchup would have went. It depends on T.O. who your quarterback is at the time. You tell me who your yeah. quarterback you is, and I'll tell you how they go. On the sign off, Steph. Is he talking nah, about It would have been, been fun, you know. It would have been fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, so you yeah. would have had him know. Compete. You, you would have had him know because I see you trying to run a 4.511 in your 40 on, on, on TikTok or whatever, Twitter the other yeah, day. Yeah, that's all good. Like, it, it would have been two dogs going at it. Oh, okay. Okay. True dogs going there. Yeah, yeah. Real, some real dogs. Actually, yeah. dog fight. <laughs> All right, Steph. We listen. We appreciate having you get out of here. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Appreciate it, man. All, All the best, right. bro. All right. Yeah. Thank you. All right, brother. All right, y'all wanted to go ahead and jump in. Go ahead, T.O. Go no, ahead. I'm not gonna say who's the better. I know who's the healthiest. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. that is. And that's and that's Jalen Hurts. Um, mm. Obviously, like I said, you look at the film, you look at the video of the hit on Tua and him getting up, looking like you know ha- having Bambi legs. Um, that doesn't bode well. Obviously, you know going into obviously the investigation of uh, concussion protocol. I think anybody, and I know you good where you're going with where we will be going with with this mm. question is, you know, do 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 players really are they honest when they get when they get hurt or they get hit or obviously in this situation we're di- we're discussing concussions. So at the end of the day, I don't really feel like it's them being dishonest. That's just the mentality of a football player of you being just tough. Yeah, you just tough. tough. Yeah, do we get our bells rung? Yeah, but that doesn't mean like you can't go in and play. But obviously, like I said, with the concussion protocols and where they are now, then yeah, people are going to look really into it because obviously health is a priority right now in the National Football League. And let me just clean this up really quickly. So obviously, the Dolphins. played the Bills, and uh, before the half, Milano was kind of rushing back on um, on Tua. Sure. He fell back, and he hit his head. He wobbled uh, when he tried to stand up. And then after the game, uh, they said that he said his head was not hurt. He's claiming that his back was the thing that was hurting that. He actually hurt the back on a previous play. But after the game, the NFLPA said they were launching an investigation to see if the protocol was followed properly. And also the Dolphins have a game Thursday against the Bengals, so they have that concern. But what I'm saying is, is that – how could that not, I mean, and I'm not a doctor, but how could that not be a, a head injury with the way he slammed his head on the back? And even if your uh, back is hurting, the question uh, is, is it, is it an and? Is it back and Hey, these babies are already soft is enough. All right? If you do all the crime, what the baby going to do? It's already a recession right here. Babies ain't got many jobs options. So, yeah, this, all, I'm, hey, all I'm telling you is this. 
Tua got back up because guess what they've been saying about Tua since he got to the league, since he's been in college? He injury prone. All right, so the one thing he want to do is not miss games. So don't fault him for uh, uh, toughening up and say, you know what, I'm going to play these games. I'm not faulting him. This is about – Head, this is about head. First of all, let me look. I'm not a football player, but I have had a concussion. I have had been sitting on a plane. Somebody. Oh, I know it. I know it because you're crazy. I know you had concussions. I can tell you. The luggage hit me on my head, and I know that somebody can ask you what's one plus one, and you can say two. What does red and green make? It makes brown, and that don't mean you don't have a concussion because concussion symptoms can come later. You can have light sensitivity, headaches, and all those other things. And oh, by the way, the movie who the uh, uh what you call it was made after the concussion movie with Will Smith. That doctor came out and said something too. Who discovered CTE? These are things that you. It's, it's about making sure that you're okay, not just in the moment. But you're talking later. about Doctor Wuluay. No, 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 Oh my God. Tio, please step in. <laughs> hey, he the one got I, I, the key man condoms. Hey man, look, look. Uh, uh, he may, uh, he may, like you said, they say he, he said it was his back. We, we're, we're obviously assuming or speculating. And we're that not that doctors. Concussion. We're just talking. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, if he bumped his head, he may not have known what was what, what was hurting his head or his back. So that's why they know. have an independent neurologist at the game who's supposed right. to save the player and the team from itself. Now they said they asked Tua, and he right. said. No, for sure, it's not this, not that. But he may not know. That's the that's the whole purpose of well, why the union is stepping in. Right. Again, like I said, they're gonna do their due diligence. They're gonna do the investigation, and and if it you know deemed that he had a concussion, then I'm sure you know he's gonna go into the uh, concussion protocol. He has mm-hmm. all week, obviously, uh, to 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 do all the necessary testing, this, not the other, to be, to be eligible to play uh, this weekend. Um, but I, I commend him, obviously, like I said, for just being tough, you know, just oh, standing stand in there. He ain't balling. Yeah. No, no, no. And of course, and he realizes, too, that, that the success of the team kind of relies on him. Um, this is the best tour, uh, I guess, when, situation he's been in. Um, and it, what is this, his third or fourth year uh, being with the, the, the Miami Dolphins? This is the best situation he's been in that to, to where he's had the protection uh, a bit. He has the weapons on the outside and he has a, you know, decent running game. And they're off to a to a to a great great start of being three and zero. So uh, kudos to Tua. Um, that like I said, you know they're one of the the, the teams to 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 be you know to be on the lookout for uh, in that in that AFC. And the it's it's so funny how both of these quarterbacks are from Alabama, and both of these guys uh, wide receiving cores are built up uh, basically the same. Both of them have a former Alabama number one wide receiver, and they got mm-hmm. another number one wide receiver with Tyreek Hill with the Dolphins, and now AJ Brown with Philadelphia. Both of them have with Gusecki at tight end. They have everything set mm-hmm. up for them, so we seeing these guys succeed because they're set up for success. All right, so at the end of the day, they both play a little bit different. Uh, Jalen Hurts more of a runner, two are more of a touch passer. But both of them are getting the job done, and that's what you want to see because usually when, when quarterbacks come from power five teams, they don't usually do well in the NFL. So to see these guys do well in the NFL is everything. So a couple yeah. things, Tua is in his third year, and I just wanted to say really quickly, this is interesting because Hertz is 66 for 98, four touchdowns, one interception. Tua is 72 for 101, eight touchdowns, two interceptions. Mm-hmm. And, and his completion percentage right now, guys, is 71.3%. Right. And, uh, right, and I think if you look at the tail of the tape, um, obviously this is uh, the same similarities that uh, they were when you know they were both at Alabama. I think Tua – you know, from a statistical standpoint, is going to really uh, stand out a bit more uh, mm-hmm. than than mm-hmm. than Jalen. Mm-hmm. Um, but they both have familiarities um, at the at the receiver position. Uh, you mentioned Devontae Smith. You mentioned Jalen Waddle, and then they have obviously you know some great compliments. You know, with Jalen Waddle, you have Tyreek Hill. Um, with uh, Devontae Smith, you have AJ Brown. Um, mm. There's some familiarity. Um, with those quarterbacks and some of those guys that they played with in college. So that gives them the comfort to really go out there and really play at a high level. And then you add Tyreek with the Miami Dolphins. I mean, this guy right here, he's he's blowing the doors. Juice. Juice. I, I mean, I mean, this I mean, he's playing at an elite level. And I think he has I think he's playing with a chip on his shoulder, obviously mm-hmm. the way that he departed from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Not that he has to, um, mm-hmm. but this is the this is really the, the development, the maturation and the growth of his receiving skills um, that we've seen, you know, from Kansas City to now with the Miami Dolphins. And you're starting to see what is scary to come. 
for this season. And I just want to make clear on this podcast, we're not trying to insinuate that the Dolphins did anything uh, dubious. What we're saying, at least what I'm saying is, is that everyone can get kind of caught up in the game, even though the quarterback can make a you know, profession on himself in terms of his state. But that's the whole purpose of why these have, they have these balance and checks at the games is to help make these independent assessments. And obviously the union doing its job to make sure that uh, those independent checks are in place correctly. Guys, let's move on to final takes. All right. Well, guess what, guys? It's already week four. We are moving along in this uh, NFL season. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to look at the schedule, but I can throw out some matchups there just to see what y'all think. First of all, Thursday night football is Miami at Cincy. Another good game, Kansas City at the Bucks. although Hurricane Ian is coming right now. The league is trying to even figure out if that game is going to happen on Sunday or uh, in Tampa. You got um, you got New England, Green Bay, although Mac Jones is hurt. Um, any of y'all have anything that y'all want to say about the matchup that y'all looking forward to? I can name some other ones. Um, Minnesota I mean, I think at every, the Saints, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think everybody's looking forward to uh, the Green Bay-Tampa Bay uh, game. Um, mm. Obviously, like I said, if it's not played there in Tampa, it's going to be moved to a no, 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 no. The, the Chiefs are playing the, uh, the Bucks this Sunday. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's what I meant. The Chiefs yep. and the Bucks. Yep. I think that's 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 uh, a box office game, if, mm. if you will. You know, that's a get your popcorn ready type of game. <laughs> plug, you know I mean? the pop, plug the podcast. That's right. Go ahead. Right, you got to get your popcorn ready for this yeah. for this type of game. Um, obviously, Patrick Mahomes. Um, he wants to obviously kind of answer the bell off this, you know, disappointing loss um, against the Indianapolis Colts. And, and obviously, like I said, these two have gone head to head. Tom Brady, like again, Tom Tom is the, the the greatest quarterback, you know, in this era. Um, obviously, like I said, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's staking his claim uh, of who he is and what he can do. So these are, you know, this is going to be the tail of the tape. Uh, Don't forget Bills like- at Ravens, though. Bills at Ravens at one o'clock too, Fred. Hey, I, yeah. I can take bills at Ravens, but you know I'm a company man, oh, so I'm gonna God. go with Commanders and Cowboys. What? Hey, listen to me, Commanders what? and Cowboys, because this is the narrative: the the Commanders <laughs> rush Cooper Rush back to the bench. All right, that's what it's gonna be. That is not right? the game of the week, Fred. That is the not game the of the week is the Cowboys, because you gotta realize this. Hey, <laughs> say what you want to, the Cowboys are the number one. Ranked when it comes into the the, the franchise, they are the number one. So the NFC still has an edge on everybody. I'm telling you right now, this is the first the first ever Commanders Cowboys game. The first ever ever. I'd rather watch the Teletubbies. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody, nobody. Listen, I'm well. You know what? I have to also say that 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 Dolphins. Uh, Cause you were saying that Joe Burrow uh, to is a dog. That that Thursday night game is something though. Yeah, yeah. You talking about uh, who the who is the Cincinnati and uh... Bengals and the Dolphins in Cincy. I call it the land of the girly beards, cause I, even oh, a woman got beards wow. in Philadelphia. The oh, baby got beards. Lord. Everybody got beards hanging from their face. I'm just <laughs> just remember, y'all. That is from a, a commander, <laughs> former commander, saying all that trash talking. We we love y'all, even though y'all was wrong about Carson Wentz at the time. At the time, hey. saying he can't come back, and y'all was all up in my DMs. Hey, hey, all girl. I can say is this, and they also got a statue of a man that don't exist. Rocky don't exist. He never did he never will all right that's real whatever and on that note we appreciate y'all joining the crew nyc make sure y'all check us out on www.thecrewnyc.com we also got special guests coming up on our brooklyn taping look out for that later on in the week on thursday and we are out